0: Welcome to Owen and Bruce Barbecue. Today we are cu- cooking up merchandise. That's right. We, <laughs> <laughs> we've got some new merchandise over at teespring.com. So if you like all the oddball foods that I've announced at the beginning of this podcast, since the beginning of time, we've compli- compiled, compi- I can't even talk today. We've compiled them into a menu and slapped them on a t-shirt. Check it out. Go to teespring.com. In the search bar, just type in Owen and Beru. Uh, we will come up, and um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe
1: order a t shirt.
0: Yeah, we have a t shirt. We have a mug
1: and a and, sticker. I think. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think hopefully some more stuff to come.
0: But really, we're here to fire up the Rhydonium Grill and cook up our thoughts on the Mandalorian chapter chapter fifteen. I'm Matt, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Nick.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: <laughs> and um even though I did the small plug for the merchandise at the beginning, check it out. It's really cool. So and uh hope hope you enjoy enjoy what we do on the show. So Nick, let's get down to the nitty-gritty mm-hmm. and talk about this episode. Who is the believer? That's what I have written down.
1: I think it's a it's a dual meaning, you know, because I think it mm-hmm. could be either one. because um, really the heart of the episode is not with in what happens it's with um mayfield 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 and mandalorian both believing in something Mm. yet they both go against kind of what they've always been about both of them in this episode but it also kind of also confirms what mayfield was saying is that we do what we have to do you know, and we, yeah. we, we all cross that line when we get to that point, you know, if we have
0: wasn't, to. Wasn't that a great line and a great interchange, mm-hmm. like exchange between the, the two of them?
1: It was, yeah. Um, you, you usually ask me what I thought, think of the episode. Yes, yes, I, I missed that.
0: No, no, that's it's fine.
1: <laughs> um, I'm, I'm one, so ready I,
0: to blow up Rhydonium.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> this episode to me... I felt about this episode how you felt about uh, uh, Carl Weathers' episode.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: I First first viewing, I was kind of like, didn't hate it, but didn't love it. You know, uh, And to me, the more I've watched it, the more it just feels like what you said. It's just like a, a TV episode. It was not, to me, a – even though it had really good points to it mm-hmm. and some good action in it, I felt that the writing – uh, was really, you know, I, I don't mind the acting. I didn't mind the direction. I didn't mind a lot. Of the, I felt though the writing of it was extremely lazy at some points. And, wow. and, uh, hey. and it's just me being OCD. And I was just like, Oh, like, okay. They didn't explain that. Like, why did that happen? Like, it was just a lot of just mm-hmm. very TV show things that you can get away with of like, Oh, like I'm going to do this and it doesn't matter. Cause it's just one episode, you know? And, yeah. and so that was just kind of like, Oh, okay. And and then this was one of the episodes that John Favreau did not write or direct. Oh, you know, so okay. so that and I didn't know that until after I'd watched it and someone was like, Oh yes, this is the other guest director we had this your guest writer. And I was like, That makes sense. That's why I didn't like it. Is because it just didn't feel to me
0: the way it should have. Uh, see now for me, mm-hmm. I liked this episode almost it's it's hard to say like the tragedy because I love so much that happens in the tragedy and it's so action packed. It's just like, here's your here's your cheeseburger and, and fries and, and your happy meal like prize right like there's just like full meal. Um, but what I like about the believer is that it goes a little deeper. I like the I it like does, the yeah. I like the the character arc and and that we have this. Uh, I, I don't know i mean like the the exchanging of of those ideas between mayfeld and the Mandalorian and really kind of putting his his faith to the test um it, it his him taking off the helmet almost it almost becomes secondary to me even though we get we get a lot of face action and we got a lot like a lot of great moments you know with with him without his helmet um i yeah, I in, I think I enjoyed it. Like uh probably more than you did. So so that's that's a that's a first this season where we we've, yeah. we've kind of split cuz usually we've been a little bit more in lockstep and I, I probably was a lot more down on um was it the siege than you were. Yeah. I probably I probably like took your view down. So you'll probably take my view down. Um IMDB, <laughs> IMDB is still ranking this at at uh 9. Point, uh 9.0. Hmm. So uh, three right in a row: the Jedi, the tragedy, the Believer. All, all ranking very high. And so far, you know, looking at at the IMDb rankings, uh, this season, um, you know, just you know, from from that that point of view, is is doing better than the first season, right? So. Yeah, I
1: mean, I think most of my nit picks, you know, or nit um, <laughs> are uh, are are fairly they're really minor, but it's just stuff that I pick up when I'm watching it, going like, oh, wait a minute okay mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like i'll just kind of like okay i guess i can let that slide then something else happened. I'm like oh uh, okay yeah so it's just it's little things that as it goes along that just me being the star wars person i'm pointing out things that shouldn't have happened or like little you know things but like i said like, i still like the exchange i like the action i liked everything about it in that way mm-hmm. uh it's just it's just little
0: things that so, i thought it was not so, so since I'm i don't, don't have a lot of notes um, oh, okay. for this this episode. I, I wish I had more. Um, I I apologize. For, <coughs> uh, I've actually probably you know before we began recording, you mentioned that you've watched this episode the most um, of the episodes of the season. So I was surprised to, to hear that you um, you know that's fall, fallen in more disfavor. Um, I've I've probably also watched it like maybe one extra time more than what I usually do before we record. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can see where there's some TV show elements, you know, where, you know, it's like, okay, here's here's the soldier's story, mm-hmm. you know, and now he, he frees himself and goes on his way. Um, but would you say that, like, perhaps this whole season as, as you know, you know, uh, if you follow Star Wars on Twitter or whatever, you know, each week they release a poster, you know, for this season. They probably do it on, on Instagram too. Uh, I just haven't been, been on Instagram as much, but you know, each, each week there's, there's a character that's kind of featured, you know, like there was the frog lady, frog lady episode. So they had the poster with the frog lady and mm-hmm. the Bo-Katan episode with the night owls. Like there was that, you know, featured, and we had Ahsoka featured, you know, there's all of these different characters that have been featured on these weekly posters. Um, and they're always revealed on monday so this week's it was surprising because it was fennec i i thought that it would be oh, right. mayfeld mm-hmm. um it seems so like it was, should have been mayfield yeah because yeah, i mean fennec doesn't really take center stage if anything like she would have been last week but they they threw boba fett in there um as last week's character mm-hmm. so um i bring this up just because there there are fans out there that are like what is the last week's episode going to like reveal like who's the character that's going to going to appear, um, as the, as the quote unquote, like character poster reveal. So it's a poster. that's <laughs> <laughs> like how you're just like, sometimes a poster is just a poster.
1: That's just, that's exactly, I mean, cause it could be Gideon. It could be, uh, Grogu. It could be, you know, it could be think, Grogu and the Mandalorian.
0: I you know? think Gideon was revealed in the episode of the siege. Oh, okay. I think. And then the the series started off with Cara Dune and grief Karga and the Mandalorian as being all featured on their own. Oh, I see. So- You're right. Grogu has not been, I don't believe on one of these character posters, um, but it's kind of cool though, you know, cause it has Sabine's art in the background Um Maybe it's not Sabine's art. It's it's too crude for her. (laughs) Um, But it has that graffiti in the background, you know, as as kind of the – you've seen him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. um, So um, I saw some fans speculating that, you know, it would be Luke or, you know, of course we were all wondering, like, who the Jedi is going to be, that we might get teased. A lot of fans are wanting it to be Thrawn at the end. Um, Uh, Too soon. Too soon. I think it's too soon for Thrawn sure um well anyway side note there speculate if you want and if you're curious um it'll it'll drop on monday next monday um so this episode um it is fairly simple story in, yeah in, in the fact that you know they're trying to infiltrate this base and and to begin with like uh i i we kind of speculated about this, like we we're we we're like, why why would they want Mayfeld? You know, they they clearly have some really good shots, you know, some
1: mm-hmm.
0: pretty good arsenal here. Like, why would they need him? But uh, it's clearly for the that imperial um, background. They- yeah.
1: And the first thing I was happy about with this episode was that because when we had, I had said that we, I was like, are we gonna get another prison break? Because it just doesn't seem like, and even you were kind of like, eh, like was. It didn't, it would seem just kind of like a rehash of something. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to break into a prison to get Mayfell. But I liked where they went with it of just like very quickly using Cara Dune to get him out. Yeah. And, and just like, oh, here we go. It's like, oh, good. We're, we're off to the races. Just like, boom. Yeah. Like, uh, I liked the way they did that. It still kind of was a prison break in a way in that they had to infiltrate us, you know, another building to,
0: to do something. But yeah, but, I mean, it doesn't, it didn't come off as because I, I, guess the only reason why I didn't want there to be a, prison break but it feels like they're they're doing the rescue mission you know um, in the next episode so mm-hmm. I mean I, I wouldn't even be surprised if the next episode's not called The Rescue um, you know something they always like to go with something simple and they already from season one have the reckoning and redemption so um, but uh, yeah um, so yeah, I like that we also got to see the scrap yards, and this makes sense. You know, yeah. like I think uh, my my kids and I were talking about this. I was like, Well, it's New Republic and they're scrap and metal, you gotta build those warships somehow. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. you might as well.
1: Yeah, and you saw several TIE fighters amongst the uh the scrap, you know, and that's even what Mayfeld was uh was working on was uh cutting up a TIE fighter.
0: Yeah, and those uh crane like adats. The, the yeah. so cool. Love seeing those. They looked almost like giraffes with their neck cranes, like sticking up so, so tall.
1: Yeah. Cause like so, we weren't sure, you know, uh, whatever episode that was where we thought, you know, like, oh, is this is just like a repurposed ad But I guess that's just the, you know, the company that, that originally made them it was like, oh, we still can use the lower chassis and the legs and we just put other equipment on top,
0: you know. So that's pretty cool. Well, and they have multiple arms on them too. It's, it's not just the one crane, but it's like, just like a, uh, a backhoe or whatever you know it's like mm-hmm. there's there's a crane and there's like a they actually have two claws I think some of them looked almost like they had three but they have the main crane part and then they have this like little claw that can come down and probably move things out of its way but um, pretty cool um, also like seeing kind of like how the New Republic is, is putting these prisoners to work even if they're not all necessarily needing to be there <laughs> right. so um and, um, so yeah, as the general plot goes, though, they, they get him out, they use him to, you know, want to get disinformation. Um, yeah, go ahead. I
1: did, I did like I the, the, the funny, the first funny moment in it though, I did like that little bit where, uh, he's walking up, you know, with Cara Dune and then you see Obafet come down and you see him kind of pause and yeah. look at him and then he's like, oh, I thought you were somebody else for a second. Then, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Like right on cue.
0: Uh, you'd think you'd be like looking at Boba Fett, like this is the feared, feared bounty hunter of the galaxy, like Darth Vader, like, Whoa, you know, like, you know, um, but I like how they played it off. Um, but then we get this other funny Boba Fett moment later in the episode mm-hmm. with the the whole exchange where he can't go into the in- Imperial. Like uh, they might, they might recognize my face.
1: Well, that's, yeah, because that's, that's almost like a, a dual meaning, you know, in a way, because I was like, well, does he mean because he's Boba Fett and oh, really? he's a bounty hunter, he's a slash maybe criminal, or yeah. the fact that his face was so popular, you know, like, he's, there, you know, so many things are associated with it, so, uh, with the clones, so, yeah, you yeah, don't know.
0: No. Um, Yeah, we like our dual meanings in Star Wars, don't we?
1: Yeah, I know I do. Uh, actually, and then just staying on this the same scene with uh, them picking up Mayfield, like I actually loved because I, I always like the small little details. I liked it when they got into Slave One, and, oh, they, yeah. and he's taking off. I love that you see it; they're sitting in the gimbal, you know, and um, the, everything is rotating around them to show the the shift from him in landing mode to flight mode. And I was like, that's so cool,
0: you know. This this show has done a lot of like putting in little Easter eggs and nuggets in the concept art at the end of the the episode. The end of the episode. Um, I was speaking with my brother like on Thursday, right before this episode dropped. And I was like, Oh, hey, I just rewatched, you know, the tragedy. And so I'm I'm telling him, and you know, he's a huge Fett fan. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, you know, you notice at the end, like they show the inside of Boba Fett's ship, you know, in the concept art. And he was like, Oh, I didn't notice that. I'm like, Yeah, go back and, and check that out. It's it's pretty cool. And then sure enough, like the very next episode, like we see the inside of the ship and I'm like, Oh, that's like a little teaser there that we had. Um, apparently in the concept art of this episode, uh, that we're, um, talking about today, the believer we see, um, they put in a little Easter egg of Poe Dameron as one of the pirates flying the, the skiff.
1: I, I saw that. I, I'm not quite buying it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it is or isn't, you know, Mm. uh, I know that would be a nice little link, you know, of like, oh, yeah. Well, I, I, don't was a-
0: think, I don't think they were meaning that it would be actually Poe Dameron mm-hmm. because it wouldn't fit age wise because we still got like, I don't know how many, like 20 years to go before we get to. Um, so, you know, he would he would have to be a teenager. I just think that right. it was the artists that were putting it in there and they're like, well, I'm just going to painting a little poe dameron because i like that character or something like that you know right
1: because that's what they're saying even right you know even like ben solo right now so be like five years old so yeah. Like, yeah like it doesn't make sense age-wise for poe to be that much older
0: yeah know? i didn't think of it i thought it was more of a tongue-in-cheek thing like the that the artists or you know the people that were making it were having fun
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so um so they they arrived to this this planet um Oh, you had some notes, right? Well, no, I
1: mean, I just, like, because I always like little things, like, I think they're cute, but they're also kind of subtle callbacks to the films, like, when they sit down, and they're, like, they have the kid, and he's, like, the little green guy? Like, you know, like, yeah, the little green guy, you know, (laughs) you know, just little smart ugly jokes back and forth, and then, of course, you know, the little green guy is what a lot of people always called Yoda, as well as even the Emperor in episode three, saying, my little green friend, you know, it's little things like that that I like to pick up on, and and see, but yeah,
0: go ahead. No, no, uh, you have probably more notes than I do, so I feel like you should be leading this discussion. Um,
1: well, I mean, I like because I don't want to just get to go. I don't want to go beat for beat, which you know we try not try to avoid. But uh, yeah, but yeah, like I mean, they go to the
0: planet, you know, and
1: well, they need access to this internal imperial internal imperial terminal in order to get access on uh, Moff Gideon's cruiser, which makes total sense. And that's you. Know, that's the point that Mando it says. Like you, you're familiar with the. Uh, the Empire's, you know, rules and protocols and all that. That's why they they needed him. Uh, I still, you know, thought this was a bit weird, but okay. I mean, it works. I
0: I think what was odd at the end is that they let him, like, I get the letting him go. Like, okay, you've Mm -hmm. paid your debt to society. Like, you know, we even see Cara Dune's, like, little nod, like, after he makes that shot. I think she even says, like, oh. Like, she's kind of, like, surprised, like, that's why he's a good sharpshooter, you know, mm. or, or maybe it's that like, oh, he, he's not Imperial now, or like he's, he's turned to corner, you know, there's a realization that she comes to there. And so she sets him free. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that they weren't like, hey, we could really use you on this job because you do have Imperial knowledge, right? you know, I mean, you're, you're about ready to attack a star, a light star cruiser, but you know, mm. um, yeah. well, but they already have two sharpshooters, <laughs> Well, yeah, they have the sharpshooters. I'm just thinking about the whole Imperial thing.
1: Right. True. Like,
0: you know, like, hey, what's protocol? Like, um, and, and I know, um, well, let's, let's talk about this planet for a second, because they, they basically do this uh, thing where they, they hijack this juggernaut ship. I think it's like an A7 or I, I didn't even write down the thing because it was just so random. Like, like I was like, okay, but we do know that this like kind of transport ship, though, we've seen them in in the Clone Wars. So it's kind of cool that we we get to see the Imperial version of a a ship or a vehicle uh, from Clone Wars that we really haven't seen in this Imperial era. You know, it's like how much faster would it have been if they had just used juggernauts on Hoth?
1: Yeah, with those big tires, and you got ice. You don't know like would it I, work? I, yeah. It'd be one heck of some snow tires, you know.
0: But if you're gonna take out a, you're gonna take out a, a <clears throat> shield generator.
1: Oh you know, right! Oh, you mean yeah, you're right.
0: Like drive that thing with some radonium, and anyway, uh, I digress. Um, <clears throat> I so they they do the little hop on board hijack right. Um, and then there's this like cool part in the tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. Am I jumping ahead of you too far? No, you're fine. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of walking through some things because, um, there's, there's that great scene of seeing Mandalorian without his outfit. He's just in another, and it's like, it could be anybody in that outfit, but we're, I don't think it was
1: him because he's a fairly petite kind of guy, so I think <laughs> that actually was him. <laughs> uh, yeah. In the the actual uniform, this one was one of those that I I kind of just kind of went because eh, like clearly they're going into an imperial built tunnel when you can mm-hmm. see the inside of it, and you know later on that they're not that far behind Juggernaut four because they're Juggernaut mm-hmm. five, so I didn't understand like how he would they would have time to fully stop it. Them yeah. change inside right. the tunnel. There's no cameras in the tunnel. Like, you know, like I mean, there's so many things that to me that would factor in like in, in not a lot logic. If like you know there would be tunnels just so you wouldn't have people go in there and try to sabotage the tunnel, and then he just go, walks into the local bathroom and then just
0: like changes like out of that best car because you know he ain't gonna do it a lickety split. And then I mean he uh, Mayfeld does say like, Hey, we don't have much time, like let's go, right. like kind of like wrap it up. So he is the character that's kinda like saying, like, you know. Um, are we going to do this thing? I did like on on my second viewing. I kind of took it because I think on my first viewing is when I was like, "Whoa, you got this much time like like right. to just do this." Um, that, so that, that it did take me out. I think on the second viewing is when I was kind of like, "Okay, maybe these juggernauts are spread out because they got to go slow. They are explosive. Right. You don't want them to run too close together." So maybe there's something about that, you know. So I just kind of like passed that part off. But I think on the first viewing I probably was was more along your lines of like, wait, we got time to like put on boots and
1: yeah, take do off all this stuff. and that's what I mean. Because like you see and it would have been fine, I think, if the explosion would have been like really far away from Juggernaut four. But as soon as it explodes, the next shot is it like the rubbish of it right there in front of them. And you're like, wait a minute, how did they catch up with it that
0: quickly? You know? I thought the I thought the rubbish, like the the the. I thought the yeah, the it's refuge, on Yeah, yeah, but I thought there was like some that was before that even. Yeah. There was before they get to the town, but those yeah. are
1: those are old. Like those, right. that's those just evidence old. of something else that is blown up. And yeah. At that point, you don't know if it's done by the pirates or is
0: it right. done just from imperial. Uh, oh yeah, no. I, I at know. first I was not like, thinking. Oh, is, are we going to see another monster? That was my thought. Mm. Like you know, what's killing these things? What's blowing them up? Um, when the reveal comes and and I'm just going to jump to the pirates part, um, Mm -hmm. that they're, that they're pirates, you know, they call them pirates or what have you, but they're not pirates. No, they're clearly people that are trying to destroy them. They want the empire out of there. This was my, yeah,
1: this is my biggest issue with the entire episode. And I know it's just an action sequence and it really should just be not thought of. But it, that's what it made no sense to me, because there was no at least just throwaway lines explaining any of this, because sure. you see them driving through this town and everyone in the town are humanoids. Yeah. They're human beings. And, you know, and so he's clearly I mean, he sets it up to where this could be an illogical thing here yeah. where he's like, oh, every, it doesn't matter if it's Imperial, New Republic. We're all invaders to these people. So yeah. that OK. So and you can see like they're all looking at them kind of serious and stern. So like clearly they don't like that the Empire is there. Now, that would have made more sense to me to have an ambush set up in the town or just as they clear it by these same type of people wearing these colorful robes, but they don't. Instead, we get these pirates with the mm-hmm. worst masks I've ever seen probably in Star Wars. Uh,
0: Dude, they, were a little, they were a little uh, like Star Trek next they They're Gen. just
1: Star Trek, yeah. They're all latex. All the mouths are wide open on it, yeah. and you're just kind of like, did you not have the budget for better masks? <laughs> yeah. But that's amazing. I he just throws it away as pirates. Exactly. What you're saying is that they're pirates, but they're trying to blow it up. So why are they trying yeah. to blow it up? It makes no sense. It's like, are they now, if they were terrorists or people from mm-hmm. the village saying like, Oh, they don't want us here. and We get these, we get these kind of attacks all the time. Like you could have explained that as soon. As they got to the base. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Did you get hit by the, uh, the locals? Like then it would have been fine, but they didn't. They just dismissed one for the other. That's what I mean by lazy writing. It's like you, you passed over the villagers you passed over the pirates
0: it was was definitely set up and i felt like oh okay like this is um this is the people of that planet trying to get rid of the empire Mm -hmm. you know and and you're right they throw in they throw in the ugly alien because we can't see the mandalorian shooting humans (laughs) and i think that's i honestly like i think that's the thing is that it's okay if we kill stormtroopers because they're faceless and you know um, although this, this episode did prove Why can't we see them shooting humans? I don't know. I just think it's a it's a trope that like that they were setting up that like like okay, so senseless like just endless death, let's just say. Mm-hmm. It's all over Star Wars. Senseless, endless death, like where we're just killing people. Right. You know. Um, it's part of Star Wars. It's it's just it's always there right? Like, we can just, like, blindly say, like, these guys, bad, it's okay to kill them, and we can laugh at them. We can actually be like, Haha, you're dead. <laughs> I mean, it's a strange notion for, you know, a show that also promotes, like, peace and, like, enlightenment and, like, some Buddhist kind of, like, thoughts about, like, all life is important, you know, like, we shouldn't really kill anybody. Um, so, but it gets a pass on certain characters that we can kind of r- break out and say like okay stormtroopers endlessly like bad sorry i don't i don't i don't mean to go down like this this like line of thinking but i do think that they use that to their advantage because mm. if we did see them dressed up as rebels and they were human and we just see them go through the human town we might be like oh well why should they be killing them they shouldn't be shooting at those people you know like should they have a discussion But it's almost kind of like you're like, oh, it's okay that they're killing these guys because they're clearly ugly, and we've established that they're pirates, right? You know what I mean? It's like a weird workaround. Um, And and maybe you're right. Maybe this is the lazy writing of the the episode.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Like, because you know, it wasn't that long of an episode. You could have put in some little, just little bit there to explain it. But I think you're absolutely right. And then wanting to keep it kind of PC, Mm -hmm. and that like, oh, we don't want to kill these locals who just want the empire off the planet. You know, right. because then it's like, oh, the good guys
0: are killing the good guys. Yeah, exactly, and uh, that but, makes sense. But then the logic behind why the pirates would want to blow up the ships—wouldn't they just want the Rhydonium? That's like, what should, Shouldn't we see some speeder bike echoing like you know uh, Solo? You That's know, what, like, yeah. The, it would it would've would've made,
1: have made it would have made total much more sense. Exactly, something like Solo. If they really would have been pirates, just come up on some something on and try to cut. Uh, the connectors between the wheels to like, you know, remove the cars from the back of the truck. Like, Oh, they're stealing the the material. And then
0: you, you you wouldn't have to even kill them. Then you could be like, Oh, well, let's just proceed to the base, you know? Right. Like Like cut off the the lines or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so that they're, that they can't like take the radonium or whatever. Right. Um, And, um, or, or you have this conversation, you know, that occurs with with one of the the heads of the these you know local rebels where you're just like look we're just we're just a you know an honest person trying to make our way through the galaxy (laughs) you know like but just have a conversation with them this is like look right we're, we're just trying to gain access here we're not part of the empire you know like um we'll help you you know and then it could be even more uh of a bigger impact where it's like oh yeah and we blew up their base, so it helps you in the long run. I do like the messages of war, though. So that's I. I mean, I'm glad that you bring this up, Nick, because because as a person that likes certain aspects of this episode, um, and then you're you're kind of like getting at like the core, like the the creamy filling that's just like a little sour. You know, it's <laughs> like I like the crunchy outside of the the cookie. Yeah, the overall part of the story I like. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, just, yeah. It's just me. It, it's thinking. like, but it's but it's fair because. Um it brings up like this this Achilles heel of like some of the message of, of what they're trying to say. I mean, and, and let's just jump to it the 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 inglorious bastard's mm. moment of mm. the episode, which is about a field operative, Mayfeld, being put in a position where he had to kill or execute or put through an order. He did something no, where I don't think he did anything. I think he was. I think he had blood on his hands. He might have, yeah. Because which might,
1: which might might have been why he quit. Maybe why he became the kind yeah. of outlaw that he was.
0: Yeah. No. Totally. I but, think it it broke him as a person mm-hmm. because of what he had to do, and that's why. That's why at the end, when he makes that kind of offhand comment to to Cara Dune, where he's just like, "I've I've basically atoned for my sins here," because he, not only did he kill Hess. But he also we killed everybody in that base, though. And he does away with all the riddonium, which has mm-hmm. to saying like, "Well, we're gonna make that look like right. nothing," you know. So, well, yeah, go ahead. Let's let's
1: just let's just start from the beginning there. Like
0: this this this
1: whole the really heart of the story is mm-hmm. that it's that scene to where Mayfield is really making good points to Mando about this, and because he's talking about. Rules, and he's you know because Mando we haven't talked about it. But Mando switched out his uniform; he's wearing a stormtrooper helmet now. Well, not really storm; it's more of a driver a driver slash yeah uh, helmet. And you know, so and Mayfield's really just being real with him. He's like, you know, what are your rules? Then it's like, is it you can't show your face, or is it you always like, oh, have to have a helmet on, or do the Mando helmet? It's like because those are two different things. Yeah, you know? and Mando doesn't say anything because he doesn't know. You know, right. it's like it's just. And so he's making his point there saying that, you know, you know, and you believe believe in this because you're born, you're not born on Mandalorian, but if you were born on Mandalore, you would have been raised that way. It's very much like with religion here on Earth. It's like, oh, if you were born in this country, you'd be this religion. If you were born in this country, you'd be this religion. He's like, you know, it's like the same as like if you're born on Alderaan. He's like, you know, you'd believe that. And then he makes it, he's like, but both of those don't exist anymore,
0: you know? It's funny cuz of the way he says Alderaan because he says yeah. it Alderan. Alderan, yeah. And I and I kind of like that because Bilbo either knows how to pronounce it and he just didn't give any Fs. Yeah. Or he doesn't know. Right. And he just pronounced it with a colloquial accent uh and and both I love. So I'm I'm fine with it. I think it's great. It's just like how we have Han and han. So um, But I, I think even though it's not really expressed, I
1: mean it is expressed, but it's not verbally said. I think what he was trying to say here is that not everybody is bad. You know, it's like that's what he's saying. Like with Mando, he's like, "How many people died just because you were Mandalorian and you killed those people?" You know, because of this, and he's kind of and that's and I think he was trying to say like you know that your family, which was his family, which was the Imperial, it's like those people were good people too, just doing what they do. And you could see that when they pulled up that all those people in there were cheering them on. They seem to be yeah. friendly people. They were just doing their job or like, they probably didn't ever think they were on the bad side. And I think that's when you get this next scene with well, the later scene with Hess, that's what brings it all back up is that you see him, uh, discussing, you know, the, the, the dehumanization of what Hess did. And so, uh, it's I'll just go ahead and skip to that part. So um, they're doing a toast and Hess, you can tell, you can tell Hess is a a real diehard Imperial loyalist Mm. and they toast to Operation Cinder. Now for everyone who doesn't know what Operation Cinder is, because it's, it's actually a very, uh, the order is, is known, but the thing, other things they talk about is not. So Operation Cinder is the basically uh, scorched earth plan of uh, the Emperor. So if he dies, he basically believed that everyone should die, like yeah. rebels, Imperials, everybody, because after I'm gone, there will be nothing left. Mm-hmm. So he only issued the orders to his most loyal people to destroy what they could. Now, Burning Khan, which is the plant that's referenced is actually not really well known. It was only in um, little tidbits is in uh, the first mention in star Wars uprising, which was only a, a phone uh, video game huh. uh, in 2015. Uh, it was also I- included in Marvel's Shattered Empire comic book series oh, yeah. uh, in 2017 and Battlefront 2 uh, in a, a very small introductory part. That's it. And what uh, Bernard Khan was is a just like the planet that we're looking at right now. It is a, uh, a mining planet that was basically Imperials, and families that were uh, families of the imperials, just to uh, take this stuff out to help build the empire. And so this is kind of what I'm getting at with um, with Mayfeld. Like he might have been that guy who maybe issued not issued the order, but carried it out. You know, but that's what he's saying. He's like, these people were his family. These people were his friends, and he killed five to ten thousand people of them of them like that just because yeah. it was the emperor's last order. And so I think that's what he's kind of getting at. I, that's what, another thing. I, what I mean by you kind of have to really read into these scenes. I felt to kind of get what they're getting at, and I I think I think a little bit more writing could have really driven the point a little bit better. Because uh, I it took like I said I watched this four times. It took me a couple of views to really fully get what Mayfeld <laughs> was getting
0: at. I mean. I think that's where where on upon my rewatches. I, I just was like, Oh yeah, he, he was part of, he, he was, he definitely had his finger on the trigger for, for this operation center, you know? I mean, obviously cause he survived, but there's also just that fact that he just feels like he, he has that guilt. Like I said, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, that he feels that he's relieved of at the end. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I like that kind of karmic cycle, you know, payoff there. Um, of course, you know all the people, those families of those aliens that died. You know, but whatever. <laughs> Something a uh, a little tidbit for everyone
1: out there, and maybe not 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 Matt either. The actor who played uh, Hess. Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is the Knights King in Game of Thrones? Of course, you can't tell because he's wearing makeup, you know, the blue and all the spikes and everything.
0: But uh, that's just I, what did, I did read that, and so I I was like. Um, so it was funny yeah to have the the two two actors from Game of Thrones. Um of course they were never in a scene together. No they were
1: never seen together yeah. no. So and he never had a line.
0: Right, <laughs> right. He just looked spooky the whole time. You know it looks spooky the most though. A commercial break? No. He <laughs> got that right. Um so now that we're back from the commercial break um we we've jumped around to some from, to some really meaty parts um one thing um i meant to 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 mention you know the first first watching of this is just that um and we were kind of talking about it the the whole pirate action but just how with each pirate thing it, it almost got comical at some point you know he kept looking back and there was like more and then more, more you know and then he has that like um captain america moment where he's like okay i'm gonna take them all on there's five of them or whatever you know he like positions his body um speaking of super superheroes he also has a superman moment where he like he uses his armor to block and he just gets chopped it just right heart habits
1: Yeah. yeah
0: there was a lot of like physical acting that i felt he did in this episode that you know, like, carried through the idea that he's always in this armor. A, that, like, using his arm to block, you know, he thinks his armor is going to protect him. And then B, the 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 talking dialogue scene where he has his helmet off, he moves his head directly to look mm-hmm. at what he's, as if his you whole life, been, his whole life has been right. with the helmet on. So he's going to do that the entire time. And um, there's also that funny comical scene where, he he, <laughs> ever so subtly, uh, shakes his head. No, like don't do this, man. Like come right. on, <laughs> like he knows what's going to happen. <laughs> like, like so good, I, I love that. Um, so, um, where was I headed? I'm That's headed. Good question. I'm, I'm headed to the oh the moment where the Tie Fighters show up. That was cool. Yeah, because it was such a weird feeling. Where you're like yeah, oh it's Tie Fighters. Like yeah, you don't want to cheer them on, but you're like.
1: Oh, they're actually doing their job for once. <laughs> you know, they hit something.
0: Yeah, well, oh, that's why way all the troopers that were out on the ground that and that welcomed them. They couldn't have done anything.
1: That was another. That was another. Yeah, true. But that
0: was another issue I had. Just a very small
1: one. Mm. Um, is that I think the approaching shot was actually reversed. Mm. Uh, either that, or it's just a uh, someone who knows nothing about the military because. If you look at it, the first shot you see of the troopers as they're pulling in, they're all saluting with their left hand.
0: Oh, OK. And you
1: don't salute with your left. You salute with your right. Hmm. And and then, of course, the next sh- shot they show from the side of the truck and all the ones that are there and they're all saluting with the right. So I okay. wondered I wondered if yeah, they nice. took the took the uh, the shot and then just like flipped it, you know, because it's it just one of those things I noticed. I was like, why are they all saluting with their left hand? It's like, it doesn't make sense, you know. But I did like that though, because like you saw the TIE fighters basically remove the major threat and then yeah, you know, all the short the shore troopers, which I like because we don't see a lot of shore troopers, you know, come forward. And there's some stormtroopers mixed in there as well coming forward to clean mop up the rest of them that are coming in. And we actually got to see a,
0: a good practical use of the thermal detonator, which we don't yeah. see much. I like that as well. And um you know, looking at those pirates again, like they do look like they have some of the same clothing. You know, like, as the locals did, so um it, was, it just it just again, I think it feels like one of those things that like you're okay with him throwing him down and running him over, but if that was if that was a human, you'd be like, "Oh no, yeah, like, you, you, just, you ran over a freedom fighter, and that's that's that was the only thing I
1: could think of like with those because the like say if you if anyone out there if you watch it again, and look at the masks, they're really <laughs> bad. They're real, like, and I wondered. That's what, the only logical thing I can think of is that maybe these people are from the village and they're all just wearing these masks, you know, to act like they're not from the village. <laughs> it's like, because I like, it's like, I like how all,
0: you have like, this whole false flag situation going on here, you know. Um, well,
1: you, you can see because their mouths are perfectly mm-hmm. slit, like a latex mask would be in every shot, you know, like they just have this flappy mouth thing. And I'm like, these are either really bad props. Or they're purposely wearing masks.
0: It yeah. be. it's one or the other. <laughs> I think I think it, they definitely like that alien. Uh, they could retire, um, and it they come off as just being a little bit too next gen. You know, yeah, it did. Yeah. And honestly, like here, I feel like you could have brought in a classic, you know, Star Wars alien. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, like even some of the bad ones. You know, like the Wolf People. <laughs> Too much hair. Yeah, the, um, yeah, I would like the, yeah, the As as the the juggernaut pulls into the the uh, the, the battle station or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the base, there is a trooper, which I just found to be like so funny, like because like they're clearly like a lower trooper, but they're or a mechanic of some type. They almost have a World War One style helmet on. You see them for just a brief second. I thought those were miners. Oh, that would
1: yeah, make sense. that okay. makes it like they were the people actually like the coal shovelers. you know, like they were the the actual
0: refinement people. But they're not refining anything there. No, like, that's,
1: that's they, what it was called. It's called a refinery.
0: Okay. So they're bringing their raidonium there to refine to it? To refine it? Yeah. With some other mineral, I guess. I have no idea. But okay. that's yeah. Okay. That, fine. They are <laughs> That makes a lot more sense cuz I was like I've never seen like what mechanic in, like, I, that's what I was thinking, like, they're a mechanic mm-hmm. or, you know, but yeah, okay. That, oh, yeah, because you
1: can see you can see the, the dust on their face, like the okay. black dust.
0: I couldn't so, tell. I thought they were aliens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: but, you know, actually the things that, uh, I kind of laughed at myself just because such a bad reputations of all stormtroopers was that, like, they're plotting him. Because I, I expected one of them to say, like, oh, my God, you made it. We never survive. Like, <laughs> like, okay, you know, someone just to
0: cough up and say that like you're the first like one, that. you know? It definitely felt like that.
1: Yeah. So, and it, the other thing that irked me about this, it's kind of like the opening scene in The Force Awakens when they did the whole blood thing on the helmet. It that's enough. that really irked me in uh, Force Awakens because it was like a no confidence in the audience of saying like, "Oh, we need to mark this blood here so you know which stormtrooper is Finn." You know, and it bothered me as well that Bill Burr didn't put his helmet back on because it's oh, like, right. like, why would you not put your helmet back on? You, I can understand yeah. why you take it off inside the cab. I was like, mm-hmm. but you don't see troopers without their helmets on when they're yeah. on duty. It's like, like, why would, why does some
0: officer not come and just chew him out right there? You know, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, yeah, it, it is an odd kind of like thing that we just excuse Bill Burr. Like, there are a couple other troopers in there that have their helmets off, um, as well. Um, I'm looking at it again and, and, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. I'm, I i can not believe that I missed that. Those were minors. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, how many times have I watched this? I was clearly not paying attention to those guys. Um, yeah, it would have been it would have been fine if they would have even marked them somehow, like on the shoulder. Like one of them's got a red thing and one of them's got a yellow. You know, like something right. simple like that. Or you know, his has a red with a yellow line through it, and his has a red with no yellow through it, or a right. blue. You know, like just something to like just visually be like, oh, that's Mando, that's Mayfeld, right? And, it, it, and it's perfectly yeah. acceptable. I mean, but and, thing, and the we is we like, get, and then when we get to the drinking part. You know, then they can both take off their helmets because they got a drink, right? So, right. Well, that's something I you need to have a practical reason for it. You know, and it's the same
1: as like Han and Luke in the in the Death Star. They have them on the entire time mm-hmm. until they get to the safety of being by themselves, and then they take yeah. it off. It's like it makes perfectly perfect sense to do it that way. Uh, yeah, it, that's it's a fair nitpick. Yeah, nitpick. I mean, I, yeah. There's a, there's a couple of them here. So like, you know, once they get <laughs> once, once they get there, there's another thing that didn't make sense to me is. So Bill Burr Mayfield says, you know, like, oh, the terminal is probably going to be in the officer's mess. But so that should really be reserved only for officers. So why would, why would they be able to enter there? Even though in a few, in a scene later, they do say, oh, I'm a lieutenant and I'm a, you know, this is my commanding officer. It's like, well, why would a truck driver be an officer? Like, (laughs) you know, that's just like little things that are just practical that make no sense to me. It's like, this is lazy writing because clearly you're a trooper. You're not an officer. It's like, did, so, you so not, why,
0: did you not get the TPS report? Yeah, exactly. I did love that bit. Yeah, that was,
1: <laughs> that was an uh, office space reference for everyone who's not seen office space, the TPS report. I did like that scene.
0: Not to mean na- all negative. Uh, <laughs> <'cause>, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only trying to pepper your attack. The dad yeah. writing with all of the things that we've loved.
1: Yeah, I mean I did like I said, like it's just it's just it's logical sense. It's like, wait a minute. So you do say later on that you are officers. I was like, but you wouldn't be allowed as a trooper to go into an officer's mess. So mm-hmm. it's things like that that doesn't sure. make sense to me. Uh and then I mean, like even like Mayfeld saying, like, I don't want to go in there because Hess will recognize me, and then he goes in there a minute later and you're like yeah. Okay. Without his, without his helmet on. Without his helmet on. And yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Um, and then why wouldn't Hess ask, ask him that too? He's like, where's your helmet, soldier? Like, you know, like so many things that just wouldn't happen in in a, in a real situation. Uh, I know that I'm really, for everyone out there, people are going, Nick, move on. Just get over <laughs> it. You know, I get it. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, so this was actually one of the m- more interesting scenes, though, is that when Mando decides to suck it up and says, I'll go in there. And he does, and he takes his helmet off. One, he takes his helmet off, which was huge. But, yeah. I think even more important about this is that he did not know why Why they needed um, Mayfeld was because you know of the Imperial knowledge. But when Mayfeld says, you have to have a facial scan of it, this was crucial, because it was like, So he took up this role, either A, which I don't believe in A, but A, he used to be in the Empire, or B, which is more logical, he has a twin Uh, because it makes sense that, you know, because if he knew that he was already in the Empire, he wouldn't need Mayfeld for that job. So it Mm -hmm. makes more sense for him to get there and say, like, oh, I have a twin brother that I haven't told you about. You know, or maybe I have a twin brother. And anyway, I took the helmet off hoping that would recognize his face instead of mine. You know, that's the only logical explanation for this scene, like why it worked. Did you have any thoughts about that? Because that, that to me was like, whoa, like something really got revealed here that we're not
0: privy to. I I was definitely like, well, if his face gets scanned, how would he have access yeah. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't it recognize? like, like I get a fingerprint and it's like, oh, you're, you were arrested for allegedly murdering someone. And I'm like, you can't pin that on me. Right. Okay. So, um, don't worry, everybody. If the charges have been dropped, <laughs> but <laughs> only in one state, uh, <laughs> it's why I live here. Um, <laughs> it's a prison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So.
1: So you didn't have a thought about the scan? I mean, as in like, could it be a twin? Could I, I, how did it recognize his face? That's what I'm saying.
0: I don't know. Okay. My only other thought is, is like Moff Gideon knew who he was. Like Moff Gideon like said his name. He's the only person that like, that's why we got a name like last season. So perhaps he's in the data bank somewhere. Um, it would be surprising if he was in the academy because we saw that he was basically taken as a child and, and under Mandalorian care. I don't know. I have no way uh, to rectify this. It's like, how do you what? rectify what? Yeah, I'm just th- I'm just trying to think of like
1: situations where this could be so true because I'd forgotten that Moff Gideon did know his name. Yeah. So what if he did work for Moff Gideon at some point? You know, like what? I mean, there's so many things of like. It's kind of like what we're talking about. How, how does he appear on a register? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like maybe like, maybe he did. Maybe he did work. Maybe he after he got raised, he worked for the Empire. Maybe, or maybe, there's so many ways you could do it.
0: it um, there's a, there's several loopholes that the Mandalorian, let's just say, as Star Wars fans, they just give zero Fs about. They keep creating them. Mm-hmm. Star Wars fans are like trying to do like the uh you know the Charlie Day, you know, like map in the background with all of the the lines you know like it's always sunny in philadelphia you know i'm saying like Mm -hmm. like, as star wars fans we're just trying to make it work okay (laughs) you know you talk to somebody like nick he or i we're gonna find out all these holes in the sequel trilogy meanwhile we come to the mandalorian we're like we're trying to hold it together (laughs) like the razor crest we don't care how it works but we'll we'll make it fit We'll, we'll yeah. make this logic make sense. It's kind of like what happened with Boba Fett's armor. All of a sudden, like we've got hey, to talk about like that. Yeah. Hey, we got to go and find you know, spring this guy out of jail. But but first, I know an artist. Her name is Sabine. She's gonna do a really great paint job on you. Or does Boba Fett just keep his armor like spray paint? Like it's all in Slave One somewhere. He's got his own like arts and crafts like yeah. little. I, I felt that,
1: I felt it was a bit too shiny, you know. Like, why? It's too perfect. Like, I I like the pale green, scratched up look of the original trilogy. I mean, I get it. You know, it's a you know he cleaned it up and made it all nice. But to me, it's just like,
0: okay. But when did we have? Okay, so know, when did we have time to do this? Yeah, 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 this. So this is probably my biggest complaint of season two thus far. Okay, you know, we we definitely had some things that we could rail on season one about, but. The inconsistency of some things like where we got to the siege and where it's like, wait, how nice is this ship? Or how fast could it, could it get this, this good, you know, how fast could they fix up a ship? You know, like some of these, like, just logis- like, how did Boba Fett's armor get all of a sudden like painted? Like, like seriously, like I feel like he stopped by like a place that was right between a vape shop, a nail salon, you know, like, and there was a tattoo parlor and he was just mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, like a body shop. He's just like, spray it. You know, you know, you know, the colors, you know, <laughs> <Trademark. Anyway. clears throat> what yeah, did you say? that's
1: a trademark, you know, like
0: the, the trademark baby. Yeah, yeah, print, exactly. Know, like I got a meat crest here. You know, I mean that's a pretty, yeah. what was he have a stencil just laying around like, psh, yeah. you know, he's got it. It's perfect. Yeah. Okay. I did like that.
1: They kept the dent in the helmet. Yeah. yeah. We, Cause I assumed that because it's best car that in order to dent best car, it has to be something pretty heavy duty. Pretty heavy. And, and to get the dent out would be just as equally impossible. So it's like, ah, just screw it. Let's just
0: paint over it. And you you got to reforge it. Yeah. But apparently it takes paint. Excellent. I just, I don't know. I mean, that, that was my probably like, like going through the whole episode. I was like, wait, what? Like I can look past the tunnel scene. I can get past certain aspects of that. Um, Let's get to the breakout scene where basically, like Mayfeld is just like, "That's it, I'm shooting you dead, Glorious Bastard style." Well, it was great because, exactly- well, I guess that's not quite how it ends with Inglorious Bastards, but no, he kind of no. takes matters in his own hand, Ooh. and basically Han Solo shoots him. What's up? No, that's that's from Inglorious Bastards, like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I, I I did like this exchange because you can see the tension from the beginning of it, you know, and then with Mayfield wanting to probe Hess's mind, you know, cause like it's something he probably never got to do is like actually talk to the yeah. commanding officer and what his thought process was behind those orders. And then just his cavalier attitude about, uh, Oh, well they died heroes of the empire. You know, they died for the greater good. So it's like, and then the fact that he doubles down on it and says, mm-hmm. you know, all this mineral, you know, that you just brought in, it's going to make, uh, uh, burning Khan look like nothing, you know? And I'm not sure if that's going to maybe go towards eventual star killer base. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I think that's really what sealed his fate. It's just like, I'm not going to allow you to kill innocent people anymore, you know, and just boom. I did. I love the actually more than him shooting him. I love the, the look of the, the shore trooper. Who's like just got his little meal tra- yeah. tray there. Like, yeah. I'm
0: just, I'm just wanting to eat, dude. But, you know. <laughs> I gotta have my snack and, you know, um, I, by the way, speaking of, you know, Starkiller base and first order, I think of them as a completely different, like army, they are. you know, but, like, the like whatever the empire is doing in the, this, this era is separate from the, the empire that went deep into to outer space to, to sow the seeds of, of first order.
1: They are. But I'm thinking more like what we saw at the end of episode two, where it's clearly the Confederation of Independent Systems has the plans for the Death Star, which they mm-hmm. wound up being in the Empire. So it's like this could be the same thing to where, like, oh, the Empire is building or it has ideas for these things, you know, for when they come back. But then <laughs> our, our little fragmented group is going to steal all this stuff and go with it.
0: Yeah. You know? sure, no, no. I'm just, I'm laughing, like, imagining, like, Death
1: Star Three Because <laughs> the first like, two uh, work so
0: well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we're, not, we're
1: not gonna make little holes in it this time. We're gonna put the little sensitive pad on on the surface so they don't have to go into the planet. They can just shoot it from the top.
0: It's just one big sphere. There's that's no it. way to enter or exit. No way yep, that's it. So but. Um <laughs> So So yeah, they, they break out. I love that. <laughs> That look on on uh, Mayfeld's face too, where he's just like, "Oh, oh crap, I did that." Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's just like, I gotta
1: yeah. commit now. E- you know? Even, but even, even Mando does the same thing. He looks at him like, yep. "Did you just do that?" Yeah. He's like, "I did just do that." Like,
0: you know? I guess we're doing this. Yeah, um, I guess so. Yeah. And uh, no, this is a this is a cool scene though, as they escape and and we have Cara Dune and Fennec kind of being the sharpshooters. Getting their backs, taking care, of, and we get a lot of funny stormtrooper action here, where they're just like "ah," and like the, all of the the noises that they make as they die is it really. It made me miss the Wilhelm scream though, because we don't get that anymore. It you know? it did and it didn't. I I just liked the fact that it was humorous at times. It was. It really was. Yeah. But the cherry on top, or should we say, the seismic charge? The se- yeah, it was. It was one of those like, oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, because we—I was half expecting it too. As soon as they took off, and you can see them chasing him, I was like, "It's gonna drop it! It's gonna drop it!" And then, sure enough, it—you know—came down. And you, same, same blue, same sound effect as in episode two, just the silent, yeah, explosion. And then, boom. but it was cool
0: how it sliced through them, yeah, like that—that like that little blast out. It just like got it, just perfect. So, so even though we didn't get a lot of Boba Fett action in this this uh, episode for those Boba fans. Um, Every time I see Slave One's ship leave, all I can see is an upside down, you know, like two dots and a, you know, line. line. I, see, I see a face uh, every time. It's 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 impossible for me not to see the face now. It's just, um, yeah, it's just a, it's just him giving you the serious
1: look. Like I'm leaving yeah. now. I'm leaving now.
0: I I have no. I'm not happy, nor am I sad. Yeah. It's just that 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 gain, that loss. My look of disappointment
1: that you're actually following me. You
0: know. <laughs> Um, all right. So Cara Dune's basically like, uh, see you, man. Um, we'll see you next time on Rangers of the new Republic. That's kind of what I felt with this episode too. I was like, that this felt like
1: not a pilot, but what we can expect from Mm -hmm. Rangers of the new Republic is like, this is going to be like a cop. I know we're going to get to this later, but, uh, that's what I feel. Rangers of the New Republic is going to be. It's kind of like a, a
0: Marvel Agents of Shield type show. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. going to be. Hopefully, hopefully gonna, they can yeah. put a plug in that faster. Yeah, for real. Uh, anyway, uh, stay tuned for our thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, okay, so to wrap this this episode up, though they they go on their merry way, their little band, and the next thing that we see, we don't even get to see Grogu this episode. So, which is sorry. the first time, first time first, in show okay. history and and i'm sure there's a lot of kids out there that were like oh i wanted a cute creature <laughs> like i wanted the baby um so uh
1: but moff gideon that, that was the, that was the little kid as they drove through town oh yeah the, with, the kid was sitting there. that was the, the, the face sad. of disappointment was that he knew that he was in the episode that does not have grogu oh man that would suck
0: It's like <laughs> you were in the mandalorian which episode
1: the one with baby yoda Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It was
0: about war and military and boring war people. Um so they they uh I this surprised me because we see Moff Gideon, he gets a special special alert, uh special call from from the Mandalorian. Because I thought, Okay, Mandalorian's got got some knowledge here. He's Mm -hmm. got the upper hand. He doesn't He he, he he doesn't know he's coming. And Mando decides, nah, I'm going to tell him what's up. Jay, it was a surprising thing to do because you don't know how he's going to re- respond. Like, I I could also imagine him being like, can you imagine how Thrawn would take that? He'd be like, Psh, amateur. Well,
1: that's, that's what's funny because like, I didn't really explain in a world that has light speed. <laughs> uh, is this a tracking beacon on the cruiser or mm-hmm. is it just the cruiser's current location because if it's just the current location and also I get a message from someone yeah. saying I'm coming for
0: you we're coming for you Barbara uh, I'm going to another sector you know so so here's what I thought it's not a tracking beacon what if it was like your um, your internet like browser yeah, you know, like like yeah your ip yeah your ip yeah. your ip what if it that's, was like that that's and what so i mean could, yeah yeah so that's the only way that I could see him being able to track it. It's like, oh, I got your IP address now.
1: <laughs> I know where you are at all times.
0: I know where you're logging in. Yeah. Then you, then you just change it, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, let's not Blo- try to block. caller. Yeah. But I would like to get to some juicy tidbits of of things that I had seen on the, the interwebs about where Gideon is. Did you see this? Did you read any of this? I did not. So go ahead. Uh, now, Hutta. Okay. Nal Hutta, um, which is a moon of nal Shada or Shadan? Shada. But yes, this is basically Hut controlled space. This is where the huts, this is like Hut world. Yeah, I think it's the capital. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this is
1: their Coruscant. So, well, cor- like, I don't know why I'm having to mansplain this, but like, you know, because now Hutta in Hut space is like the capital of Hut space, where the yeah. Coruscant was not. In hut space, it was kind of this Jabba's
0: little outcove. Like he kind of had formed his little area. Oh, you mean you mean Tatooine? Tatooine. Sorry, yeah. You should. Yeah, no, I was yeah. just meaning Coruscant being like this is the capital of like the the you know what is the uh, I don't know political center, you know, right. commerce center. But yes, anyway, um, for the layperson, now HUDA is is basically like Hut capital central, which I if that's true if if this plays out like that's where this main battle or this main setup or whatever we see goes down it what i found surprising about it and and whether or not this is, we see this in this next episode or not the huts are the one element we have not seen in this series yet right i'm not like a huge hut fan like oh i got to have my hut and i don't think there's a lot of people that are because of what happened with the clone wars I mean, mean Zero? <laughs> yeah, like Zero is the Jar Jar Binks of the, of the Clone, Clone Wars. He is. He really is. I mean, he when, you watch, <laughs> <laughs> when you watch Clone Wars, you actually like the Jar Jar episodes. I kid you not, you will like the Jar Jar episodes. Anything with Zero the Hutt, you're like, Is he dead yet? Yeah. Yeah. He's only oh, in like is. he's only in like three or four episodes, but each but one of them my, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, I'm not so, even a big fan of the Jar Jar episodes either, though. But. Uh, there's some of them aren't so bad. I mean, there's the female Jar Jar that he meets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's one Male, where sorry, female Jar Jar sounds like <laughs> like he like went into like a clone machine. and He's like looking uh, at himself wearing the like the a Smurfette
1: type thing. Dress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like there's there's the one episode where he imitates being the the king or the ruler of Naboo. That wasn't one went too bad because he wasn't he yeah voice and stuff
0: but right yeah um well and they had different different actors that came on to do him too like mm-hmm. um uh, best uh oh my best is that his name mm. yeah wow i can't believe i pulled that it's out of my head um yeah he there were a couple episodes that he didn't do the voice oh okay so um at any rate i was excited about this though because you don't need a lot of hut I'm not saying like a hut's going to be a main character and and we don't need to see that. However, it would be a cool planet, a cool background, and a cool thing to open up that I don't think a lot of people would, you know. Well, it makes me curious if we do see huts because I know they
1: try to keep the effects very practical. Whereas then, you know, the one, the little bit they added into episode four was all digital, which they Mm -hmm. had to be. I am curious what the budget would be to make yeah. another practical hut because i mean they would it'd be so yeah. big
0: you know right i i don't know i don't know how they would do it or if they would but it it does it is interesting even if we saw like a, a hut on a hologram sending out mercenaries or something like that or like him making a deal with a hut or so you know I don't know. There's there's a lot of different directions there that that could go, and we know that we know that Mando does speak some Huttese. So. He does. That's right. So, I hmm. mean, if he's in his space, like like no wonder he's calling him up. He's like, "I'm coming for you," and you're in my hood. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm trying to. I was trying to squeeze this this episode in um, at an hour, um, but we can't. So. Let's just throw in that other commercial break that we need. Um, Nick, you have some more things to say about this episode. I can feel it. It's actually, slight...
1: I, actually, I don't. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: don't. Let me see here. Well, maybe I did that second commercial for nothing. Though. Maybe you did. Hopefully, hopefully, the listeners liked it. If you liked that, you know, you can always go to teespring.com. <laughs> check out our new t-shirt uh search owen and brews uh, or just owen and brew um we uh nick and i had talked about doing a, a bonus episode a second episode tonight uh that we're going to release separately where we dive into some more heavy star wars news there was a lot of news about the shows that are coming up i would i would like to kind of just do a, a deep dive with him and, and kind of who knows how long that episode will be, but uh, that will be a, a secondary episode that um, we will, we will put out there for the listeners uh, whether it's free or on our patron. I don't know yet. So
1: Play it safe.
0: yeah, playing it <laughs> safe. Um, but if you aren't a patron, you can do that by going over to janjack.com and click on the patron link. Um, can help out this show as well as other shows on the J and Jack network uh, you can send us an email tell us what you thought about this season we haven't gotten a lot of emails um, and all of the emails that I've gotten are just you know ads spam spam bots so yeah. uh, send us an email at the well done at gmail just spell it all out the force is well done at gmail I'd like to thank certain patrons that make this show possible. If you like what we do, like I said, perhaps that that Star Wars news will be a bonus episode. Maybe we'll release it for free. Maybe we'll do both. I don't know. <laughs> but these these patrons make this show possible. And you know I like to make them Star Wars episode themed. So we've got TPS Report TAC.
1: Nice.
0: Thanks. Um Watch out for explosive Eckhart. He's got Richter Rydonia. <laughs> oh that
1: was a stretch.
0: That was a stretch. Well, they, I was trying to go for the alliteration. I reach for the stars, I fall. Uh, v- Valen Ed Hess. That that one doesn't work. Oh, making him the yeah. bad guy. I, I was um, Miggs Mayfield Mayfeld. Okay. I always want to call it Mayfield, right? Yeah, I always say Mayfield as well.
1: Even but, when I'm even when I'm typing stuff out, it autocorrects it to Mayfield. I'm like, no, it's a name, damn it, Mayfield.
0: Uh, it's like that that stupid uh, Ahsoka autocorrect. So for right. all those people out there that are trying to type in Ahsoka, sometimes we'll flip those those letters around. Um, Migs Mayfeld, Maggie. Um, I'm I'm a sucker for the alliteration. How else am I going to come up with these names? We've got Juggernaut driver Joanne and. Gideon, not so giddy, Greg.
1: Hey.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I was trying to go for the end there. Like, like, hmm, what's what's going on in Gideon's mind there?
1: Do you see me? Let me find it real quick. Here it is. So the actor that plays Moff Gideon recently was quoted, uh, I guess, in a magazine, uh, or maybe just, who knows, audio. I thought it was funny. And, it's, and they were asking him about his role on the uh, on the show. And he said, well, I have four daughters that watch The Mandalorian. And obviously, the world is like, it's the Baby Yoda show. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm never jealous or having problems with that. But I, I have to say, two of my daughters texted me, and two of them called me roughly at the same time, and always say, Papa, please don't hurt that baby. Don't you hurt that baby. <laughs> and I reply each time, I'm going to squash that little big-eared bastard.
0: <laughs> uh
1: uh you gotta love actors
0: who love the roles and and also tease their children esposita i wanted esposita. to say esposita ed that was that was one that i was i was i was toying around with i was toying around with trying to come up with names for all of the different um patrons with with the different actors so so there you go there's your bonus one um and um i'll I'll come up with some some better ones next week so this was a great show. Maybe not so much for Nick, but uh, it was at least nine in one million. <laughs> it's rated 9.0. rated
1: 9, yeah. had to come down. <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> great show, guys. Right.